Welcome to From Realms of Glory, a Christmas audio series tracing promises about the coming of the Messiah until his arrival in Bethlehem of Judea. I'm Dr. J.J. Routley, Professor of Bible and Theology at Emmaus Bible College in Dubuque, Iowa. It's December 12th, and today we are starting on a wonderful passage in Isaiah chapter 11 that deals with both the character and kingdom of the coming Messiah. This passage is so majestic, so triumphant, so beautiful and glorious in what it says about Jesus as our Savior, King, and Lord that we're going to break it down into two subsets. I'll examine Isaiah 11 verses 1 through 5 today, and tomorrow we'll look at verses 6 through 9 in the same chapter. Let's look at the text of Scripture together here, Isaiah chapter 11 verses 1 through 5. There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, a branch from his roots shall bear fruit, and the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, and his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide, disputes by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his waist, and faithfulness the belt of his loins. Okay, let's just take this piece by piece, verse by verse. The first verse here, There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit. Yesterday we saw that the hope of the child that would be born that would bear the government of Israel upon his shoulders. His name would be Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. In the second half of Isaiah chapter 9 and into chapter 10, the Lord predicts that he would use Assyria to chop down, as it were, the tree of Israel. But then Assyria itself would be punished by the Lord, and they would be cut down. At the beginning of Isaiah chapter 11, then, both Israel and Assyria had been laid waste by God. My old professor from Wheaton College, Herb Wolf, says in his commentary on Isaiah, Israel and Assyria lay on the ground dead like two felled trees, but the tree of Israel would sprout again, and David, the son of Jesse, would one day have a powerful descendant. A small sprout, then, would emerge from the stump of Jesse, An unlikely branch from his roots would bear fruit. The destroyed line of Judean kings would be reborn. They would reemerge with this messianic sprout from its stump. Verse 2, And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. This messianic sprout would be empowered by the Spirit of God. He would possess wisdom, understanding, counsel, might, knowledge, and the fear of the Lord. This coming king would be a king of character. What a contrast to the world in which we live. Leaders today are largely no longer chosen on the merit of their character, but instead based on their experience, their resume, their list of accomplishments. Character matters to God. And the Messiah was to be a man of perfect character, exhibiting these divine characteristics perfectly. The next phrase says, And his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. 
Think of all the ways that this is true of the life of Jesus. The Savior said of himself in John chapter 8, verse 29, I always do the things that are pleasing to him, that is, to God the Father. Whereas before the flood, back in the early chapters of Genesis, God's condemnation of humanity was that every inclination of their hearts was only evil all the time. In contrast to that of Jesus, the psalmist says, Behold, I have come. In the scroll of the book it is written of me, I delight to do your will, O my God. Your law is within my heart. Every inclination of Jesus' heart and thoughts and will was only and always righteousness and perfection and love and justice and the will of God the Father all the time. He delighted in the righteous awe and fear of the Lord. Next we read, He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide disputes by what his ears hear. But with righteousness he shall judge the poor, and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. The kingdom reign of the Messiah would be a reign of perfect justice. Who can envision an age of righteousness like this? Today, the best judges can do is to carefully weigh the evidence in a case and make a judgment based on their best discernment. But when the child of Bethlehem one day reigns in his glory, he will judge not based on evidence, but based on ultimate truth. Because he is the mighty God, all-knowing and all-seeing, our Lord Jesus Christ will know what has actually occurred in every possible situation. He will judge, therefore, not based on evidence, but based on truth. In his kingdom, the poor will be taken care of. The meek of the earth will receive justice. This does not always happen in the world in which we live today. In spite of our best efforts, sometimes justice is distorted, even perverted. Some are condemned in our society who should be free, and many go free who should rightly be condemned. In Christ's kingdom, all wrongs will be made right. He will punish the guilty, judge the wicked, but reward the righteous. Final phrase here, righteousness shall be the belt of his waist and faithfulness, the belt of his loins. Oh, that there was a ruler in our world today that would be characterized by righteousness like this, and that there would be a leader who would be faithful to his word. Jesus, as God incarnate, is and will be both of these things. In fact, they are central to who he is. God is holy and God is true. And as the eternal Son of God incarnate, Jesus is perfectly holy and simultaneously perfectly true. The story of Christmas, then, is the anticipation of a perfect ruler who will judge the world in righteousness and truth, delighting in the fear of the Lord and bringing his glorious kingdom to the ends of the earth. Thank you for joining us for this episode of From Realms of Glory, a Christmas podcast. For more information about Emmaus Bible College, please visit Emmaus.edu. If you've been enjoying this audio series, take a few moments to give us a strong rating wherever you listen to podcasts, and please share us with your family and friends on social media. In tomorrow's episode, we'll look at the end result of the coming of the Messiah, His glorious kingdom reign as presented in Isaiah chapter 11.